Ball's bouncing around. Marshall trying to get possession of it as it rolls out of bounds. Eight seconds ago, fans cheering. I don't think there's going to be enough time as Matthew Bell kicks the ball up and the clock expires. Marshall has won its first Sun Belt Championship in men's soccer and its first Sun Belt Championship across all sports. That shelf that has been waiting, the first Sun Belt Championship at Marshall University, no longer empty after today as Marshall wins 3-2 to two at Hoops Family Field against WVU. The fifth coach in the history of Marshall softball, Morgan Zirkel. This morning, the Marshall Athletic Department welcomed Morgan Zirkel as the fifth head coach of Marshall softball and the first former Marshall player to lead the Thundering Herd program. Marshall Director of Athletics Christian Spears says that Coach Zirkel checks all of his boxes when looking for a new head coach. A commitment to this region, to this place, to the people affiliated and associated with it. A determination that's just second to none. If you've seen her round second heading for third, you better watch out. This person goes. An effort that is simply extraordinary. Everything she does, she pours herself into it. Coach Zirkel, who played for the Thundering Herd from 2014 to 2017 and played for Team USA comes back to Marshall after serving the last four years as an assistant coach at Miami, Ohio. Zirkel says that her team will further grow the game of softball. I think currently they have a great start, so to be able to improve upon that, and as a coach that's playing professionally, I'm trying to grow softball in that avenue as well, so I think that's going to help me to show that softball is now on ESPN at the pro level, at the college level, so to have that attraction and attention from other people to watch softball and then the community around the support of me and this program, I think it's going to continue to grow. Senior outfielder Erica Holt says that she looks forward to winning with a former Marshall player as head coach. Definitely winning the Sun Belt with a new coach, I would say that would be pretty pumped. You know, Morgan just taking over the program and we win that Sun Belt. Like, you know, that's something I work for hard every day for and I know that team wants it and I'm so excited to have Morgan Zirkel lead us and I really think she's going to do big and great things here. Marshall softball looks to carry its momentum from this past historic season into the Morgan Zirkel era. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Ben Anderson. Welcome back inside the Cam Anderson Center for a score 58-55. Tonight's men's college basketball matchup in the Marshall Thundering Herd and UNC Greensboro Spartans. Ben Cower on the call tonight. My color commentator, Luke Hamilton. Bennett Westfall back in the 3rd Avenue studios keeping us on air and online. Currently 7 minutes, 27 seconds remaining here in regulation. UNC Greensboro, three of its last three shots in a row. It's all been successful. UNC Greensboro, and it's why it has the lead right now by three alongside the dominant performances tonight by the Langley brothers. Keyshawn and Kobe Langley, currently the better of the two. Keyshawn Langley has 23 points tonight, 8 of 17 from the field. Kobe Langley, 7 of 14, and 18 points to him. His name tonight, currently the leading scorer for the Thundering Herd, to tie Keevon Voiles and Camden Kerfman with 11 points apiece. Thundering Herd ball, and it's Jacob Connor dribbling from the logo. Now to Nate Martin in the paint for the layup. It's good. Scoring drought ends for the Thundering Herd. That's within one of UNC Greensboro. That successful two-point layup by Nate Martin. Which Martin now into double digits tonight. He's got ten points. Needs one more rebound for his sixth double-double of the season. Shot clock to 15. 
Keyshawn Langley from where he made the three last time. It was inside the arc and an unsuccessful shot for Keyshawn Langley that time. Rebounded by the Marshall Thundering Herd. Connor with the ball. Now to Martin at the top of the key. Kerfman drives and makes some contact with Keyshawn Langley. I believe it will be a foul, and it is a foul on Keyshawn Langley. It'll be his fourth foul this evening. So in foul trouble, Keyshawn Langley, that's if you're UNC Greensboro, that's the last thing it absolutely needs. You're needing scorer in foul trouble, four fouls already. Quick inbound for the Thundering Herd. Kerfman, no look, pass outside to Martin, was dangerous, but Martin still with the ball. 1v1 in the paint on breath, off the backboard, and it's a jumper two. Number 41, Martin. On a bit of a scoring streak here for the Thundering Herd, up to 12. He's now the leading scorer tonight. Still needs that rebound for a double-double, but further cements the double-digit scoring total. Now is guarding Kobe Langley on the right side. Outside to out or Atwell, excuse me. Shot clock down to eight. Kobe Langley guarded by Jacob Connor, drives in the paint. Outside to a wide open Sizano and an air ball off the backboard. Or not off the backboard, was truly an air ball. And then quick foul in the paint. Bit of an argument going on. Kevon Voiles very frustrated for the Thundering Herd. And it will be a foul on Voiles. His second foul of the matchup lead to a quick inbound here for UNC Greensboro. Kevon Voiles currently guarding Kobe Langley, who throws the ball out of bounds towards the UNCG bench. Turns the ball right over to the Marshall Thundering Herd. Sort of a back-and-forth battle of momentum here at the Cam Henderson Center where Marshall was able to get Martin two scores in a row, taking advantage of the smaller defender and using his footwork, and then on the other end before the timeout. Yeah, UNC Greensboro was on a 4-4 shooting streak, where Marshall has now embarked on a 3-3 shooting streak from the field. Kevon Voiles inbounds the ball. Cameron Kerfman was back to Voiles. Now to Nate Martin at the top of the key. Now to Kerfman, wide open on the far side for three more points. Kerfman's up to 14 tonight. Four of eight from outside. And the Thundering Herd, a four-point lead. With five minutes, 27 seconds remaining. Atwell for UNCG with the ball. Now to Kobe Langley at the top of the key, guarded by Nate Martin. Martin still needs a rebound. Double-double, and Kobe Langley jumper two at the top of the circle. It's good. Bass, or it's a football pass to Voiles, who's wide open on the left side. Drives into the paint, and it's good. Fights for the two points. Kevon Voiles, who stepped out of the game not long ago, grabbing that hamstring. He's back and fights for two more points, up to 13 tonight. The Thundering Herd, a four-point lead, has made five of its five shots from the field. Kobe Langley outside to Sizano, who drives into the paint. Double team, double block. is clotheslined by Nate Martin and Obina Anicilli killing. And the foul is going to be on Nate Martin. And welcome back to Sports View. If you are just joining us, I'm Reverend Nearson, Winchad Heiner, and Eddie Leone. We're talking about Marshall baseball here. And you guys just got to the end of the season here, a fall ball. Fall, fall ball season just wrapped up. And kind of uh, probably happy, sad. For you, probably more happy. That's the last time you're going to touch Kennedy Center at all for a game. <laughs> so for you, like, 
how exciting is that? I, I mean, no, no, nothing against it, but like, how exciting is it for you? Like now, the next time you're on a field, you're home. Like you're actually you're home now. I mean, I can't wait. Uh, I played at Kennedy Center for for a long time, and uh, I mean, it's going to be nice for like a change of scenery, you know. Uh, but to be able to play in a field that's got Marshall's like label on it, and uh, the fans, like little fans, that are coming, like it, there's going to be nothing like it. Like no better way to go out. And how about you, Eddie? I mean. Like like he said, it the fan experience in itself is just gonna be amazing. But like as you said, it it's probably gonna be some nerves going into it. So for you, like as as you're doing, you're an infield, your third baseman. It's already you're on the hot corner and everything. So with those nerves and everything, like what are you like looking forward to getting into this new stadium, getting just your feet set and in, in the dirt? Um, I'm looking forward to just the energy from the crowd, man. The energy from the boys, like it's it's literally going to be unmatched to what we've experienced the past two years. I mean that, like. For example, I love playing against WVU, especially at WVU because their fans get on us and I feed off that. Like, I've always been one to, like, love when fans are yelling at me and talking smack to me because, like, it, it just gets us going. It fuels the fire. So having, like how Chad said, like a whole fan base behind us, like at our field, it's going to be it's gonna be nuts. And it's going to make not only me but everybody else want to play better, rise up to the occasion, but also fall down to our skill. Like, it's, it's, it's very exciting. And kind of... Fall ball season's always for you guys, kind of to get everything going. And like you mentioned, this first time with Coach Beals, this is where he really got to implement any, everything and anything he wanted to do with you guys, his culture, his philosophies and everything. And what's stood out to you, particularly in the culture he's brought to the team now, where he's it's finally his. It's all all his. He's going to take over the reins. It's his first full year. He just did his first signing class, got the people he wants to get in. So for you, like, what did you get the most out of what he implemented for you guys this fall season? Uh, he's really big on a, like a brotherhood from our team, and uh, I just I can feel that. I feel like everybody's super close. There. Like we have that connection, we have that chemistry already. So knowing that we already have like a good base of that going into the year, and we're gonna be able to feed off of that for the rest of the year is gonna be great. Like we're all gonna, we're just gonna play better because of it. Thanks, Emma. The Marshall Thundering Herd football team clinched bowl eligibility for the seventh consecutive season Saturday after defeating the Arkansas State Red Wolves at Jones C. Edwards Stadium, 35 to 21. The game marked the end of the Herd's regular season, so a win was essential for the Herd to keep its postseason hopes alive. Arkansas State, on the other hand, clinched bowl eligibility the week prior, defeating Texas State 77-31. Marshall took the lead within the first seven minutes of the game, when Chuck Montgomery received a nine-yard pass from Cam Fancher. And it's a handoff fake to Ali, outside to Chuck Montgomery, who gallops for the pylon, and it is signaled a touchdown. Marshall wouldn't stop there as it would command its lead to 28-0 before the end of the second quarter. Arkansas State, however, would finally get points on the board with one minute and 19 seconds remaining in the second quarter. A handoff to Cross, and Cross drives into the end zone for a Red Wolves touchdown. The shutout no more by the Thundering Herd. Marshall scored for the final time in the third quarter when Fancher found the end zone on a three-yard rush. After going three and out on its next drive, Marshall's punt would lead to Arkansas State receiver Courtney Jackson finding the end zone with a punt return. It's across midfield, clears the special teams unit of the Thundering Herd, and Courtney into the end zone for a 60-yard punt return touchdown for the Red Wolves. Arkansas State would score once more in the fourth quarter, but due to the Herd drawing a significant amount of time off the clock, the Red Wolves would not complete the comeback securing bowl eligibility for the Herd. Fancher, who returned to starter after sitting out two games, would lead the way for the Herd with three passing and two rushing touchdowns, amounting to 214 passing yards and 100 rushing yards. 
Despite Marshall running back Rasheen Ali not seeing the field in the second half, he had enough rushing yards in the first half to become the fifth running back in Marshall's program history to have multiple 1,000 rushing yard seasons. Marshall running back Ethan Payne stepped up for the herd, setting a career high in rushing yards with 113 yards. Marshall head coach Charles Huff accredited the bowl-clinching win to taking the lead early. When we start fast as a team, or the special teams, offense, defense, whatever it is, we typically have more success. When we kind of start slow, you know, we just don't have the same production. thought we started fast. I thought we played complementary football today. Offense went out, scored. Defense went out, stopped them. Offense went out and scored. And what happens is you put pressure on the other team's offense. Marshall is one of 12 teams in the Sun Belt Conference that has clinched bowl eligibility. The bowl games will be decided during the college football playoff selection show on December 3rd. Following Saturday's game, Marshall's athletic director, Christian Spears, released a statement about the future of the team. Following the conclusion of the season that said, quote, We are confident that together we can get back to championship-level football with Coach Huff as our head coach, unquote. Coach Huff also announced that Marshall was parting ways with offensive coordinator Clint Trickett, wide receivers coach Jovan Bowknight, offensive line coach Bill Legg, and linebackers coach Shannon Morrison. The Marshall men's soccer team was also looking to keep its season alive Sunday, but its season ended at Hoops Family Field after falling 3-0 against a Stanford Cardinal in the round of 16 of the NCAA men's soccer tournament. Marshall was the number one seed in the tournament, while Stanford held the number 16 seed. Stanford would score the first goal of the match in the 16th minute from Jackson Kill. Stanford has a good shot here, and it goes in the back of the net. That is a goal for Stanford. Stanford, the Cardinal taking a 1-0 lead early on. Stanford would continue to grow its lead in the second half with another goal in the 61st minute from Will Riley and then the 81st minute from Liam Doyle. Despite outshooting Stanford 11-10, Marshall was not able to find the back of the net in the contest, ending its hopes of a second national championship. Despite the loss, head coach Chris Grassy said he was still proud of the team's performance. I thought on the whole we played very well and said to the guys, I'm super proud of them. Play that game nine more times, I think we win. We had, what, three cleared off the line or two cleared off the line and one keeper makes a great save. And so we play this weird sport where sometimes the best team doesn't win. Stanford will next face number nine Clemson in the quarterfinals of the tournament Saturday. Despite Marshall's elimination, the Sun Belt Conference in the state of West Virginia will continue to be represented by number five West Virginia University, who faces LMU Saturday in the quarterfinals. The Marshall women's basketball team will return to action today, traveling to Dayton, Ohio, to face the Wright State Raiders at 7 p.m. Marshall holds a 2-2 two two record and is coming off a historic win against Point Park. Wright State is currently on a three-game win streak with a 3-2 record. It was certainly a jam-packed weekend for the Herd, with more action coming this week. That's all for this FM88 Sports Report. For FM88 Sports, I'm John Bogus.